0: Hey everybody! Welcome to another excellent episode of the Panic Attacking Podcast, the podcast that looks at anxiety through a comedy lens. I'm Andrew Chavon, and I'm Stephen Rogers. This one is a fantastic episode. As you can see, we got new equipment and all new kind Everywhere. of setup. Yeah, it's pretty chaotic, <laughs> but this episode was super funny. I get into my Valentine's Day disaster in yeah. Manhattan, and we go through it in many detail, and it's pretty funny. And Dr. Deb, who is listening, gives us some great mental health advice when you try to manage your expectations. In relation
1: to somebody you're dating. Yes. Also, we get into a little bit of anxiety about state fairs. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we get into topics such as uh, mental health between uh, teachers and students during the pandemic. And we also get into the anxiety of when you lose a relative or somebody close to you during the pandemic. Yes. And also the pressure from family uh, to stop working and to find uh, a partner.
0: Yeah, so all that and more on this episode. Stay tuned. We got uh, the Patreon, five bucks a month gets you bonus content. Yes, and we, we plug it more at
1: the end of the episode. Panic attacking live is this Saturday with EJ Massicampo and Carmen Lynch.
0: So send us a DM to get the link to that, or uh, check us out on Eventbrite. That'll be up there too. Thank you everyone for listening. Stay tuned for the music.
1: See ya. My heart starts beating really fast. Panicata.
2: Whitting and trembling. Me too. Me too. Am going to die? Yeah.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm
0: Andrew Chavon. I hope you enjoyed that theme music as always. Good to be here. Good to see you all. We have a, the most complicated <laughs> studio setup in our lives. And we are able to put it all together in a, in a few minutes because we're on a strict deadline to get the heck out of here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we, we really are putting our uh, podcast to the test because uh, we're going to freak out during this.
0: Yeah, I think we'll be okay because I did the directions. We're exactly like 45 minutes away and y- your spot's not at exactly at eight, right? Just the show is?
1: No, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's it's a New York show. It'll, it'll, it's like ours. It starts at least 20 minutes after it said it was gonna.
0: Yeah, so I think we'll be okay. My my show, I think, is gonna be the same way. So I can't believe we have a show, two different shows in the same area after having no shows for six months. This yeah. Is, go, go figure. And When we have a literally we're going to get a picture of this from Steven's computer but this is literally uh it looks like a forest of equipment
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> here here's what is in front of us i've got a tripod with my phone on it then a ring light tripod behind it then in front i did three soda streams so we would have unlimited seltzer <laughs> and then i have a ring light with your phone attached to it and your phone is plugged into my computer so it can charge at the same time. <laughs> my computer is right there so we can talk to our lovely guest, Dr. Deb. That is plugged into an outlet across the room. <laughs> and then you're using a mic stand and then you have a microphone plugged into an H6, which my mic is also plugged into. And then we have a surge protector plugged into the wall. And every <laughs> slot on the
0: surge protector is filled with equipment that we're using right now. And the windows are open. People are walking by thinking that they They looked into the uh, reality stone from from (laughs) Thanos'
1: fist. Well, honestly, we couldn't look more legit of a podcast. (laughs) I mean, this is pretty good. This is great. This is all done
0: by the seat of our pants. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy this video because it's going to be worth it, I imagine.
1: All of this was put together, by the way, knowing that you were coming over here and knowing how often I've set up a thing and you've corrected it. So I was like, (laughs) let's see. All right, let's do what... He would have said in the first place, and then I did it with your thoughts of mine. How did I do?
0: You nailed it, man. Oh, you're you're man. in my brain right now. So, it's wow. All worked out. I'm Just, so excited. My only note is you have something green in your teeth right now. <laughs> so, I, I hope you get that out. And you can see yourself in the camera. I don't yeah, know that... why. <laughs> Look oh. at that thing. That thing, it looks like the Jolly Green Giants nestled in your dentures. Why? how did you not notice that thing? It's literally a whole piece of broccoli hanging out of your mouth.
1: Well, I know it ain't broccoli. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I w- well, I mean, what would you rather have me do, look in the mirror or set up this perfectly so it can be <laughs> shot on video of how horrible my mouth looks?
0: Well, it's all good. I, at least we got an opening joke.
1: Yeah, we got an opening joke, but now I can't check it without looking into the thing that's going to well, be Well, it's the still there. You look,
0: your thing looks like a clam that's got oh, algae on it.
2: <laughs> it's hanging on like my comedy <laughs>
0: career <laughs> yeah, it grab it on to dear life get that thing out of there get some uh, uh, weed killer or something <laughs> get some ra- wa- raid mouthwash
1: did you see it before we started
0: no I just saw it all now right. I, I mean I don't know how I, I missed it. it we got all it right, thank you <laughs> so much the thing had it's own <laughs> pull of gravity all the equipment was headed toward that thing in your teeth <laughs> It started, I think. I think it was about to get its
1: own social security number. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. Well. So that's good because it does feel like we're on the deck of a spaceship, and that was the alien. So, <laughs> yeah. Never, now
1: we, that I swallowed, it, it's gonna <laughs> pop out of my chest. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's it laid eggs in your in your gullet. But so we got that out of the way. <laughs> good to see you, man. It's been a long time <laughs> since we've been in in the same room. We we uh, well, it's been two weeks, I guess. But
1: yeah, it's been a, it's been long enough.
0: Yeah, and so we. Uh, we, we recorded Sunday. Then had our Valentine's Day plans. So I thought we might check back in how those went. If they gave you anxiety, I, mine. Oh, mine
1: did. Well, I, as I uh, mentioned before, I was alone on Valentine's oh, Day. Yeah, that's right. So I just sad ordered Domino's pizza and ate it while my cat watched me. So I don't. I, I think I watched Better Call Saul and <laughs> it just became a glutton. <laughs> I mean, that sounds good to me. That sounds like a great time. But I, I tweeted about this. I, I'm pre-diabetic, and my girlfriend was out of town. A horrible combo for Valentine's Day. I couldn't even get myself chocolate, <laughs> 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 so I ordered cheesy bread. Do they make diet chocolate, like f- sugar-free
0: chocolate? I imagine. I can't be, imagine
1: that it exists.
0: I imagine it, if it did exist, it would be disgusting. But yeah,
1: I think that's. Uh, I don't know. I think that's just a cocoa bean. <laughs> <laughs> you just chew on that. <laughs> I think it's whatever was in my tooth. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> so
0: I want to fill you in on, on mine. Mine. So I told you the plans: hotel in the city for a romantic evening. That's right. On on February fourteenth or whatever it is, Saint Valentinian's Day. Yeah. In the old country, but <laughs> so we uh, the hotel I got. Was called the Millennium Hilton. It's downtown financial district, and if you don't know where that is, it's right next to the well, the former uh, World Trade Center. I guess it's still the World Trade Center, but now it's the Freedom Tower. Yeah, and they have this thing down there called the Oculus, which looks like a um, undersea uh, or um, what's that thing called with the spikes?
1: Oh, the uh, I mean. Uh Anemone? An oh, sea urchin. Sea urchin. Thank God it was not what I was trying to get to. <laughs> <laughs> I know you mean. The sea in a
0: mini me mini, mini, mini. The <laughs> mini sea, me The sea meme. <laughs> See me later.
1: <laughs> See me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pronounce that word either. A
0: uh Sounds like a...
1: M-M-men, and then I a- remember it, we're basically quoting Finding Nemo because I remember that Dory couldn't say it or something. Some character couldn't say the word. Oh really? Was there
0: a character that was a sea enemy?
1: <laughs> no, I I mean they had a a lot of enemies in the movie, but uh. there were sharks and maybe a whale. I don't remember. Yeah, that.
0: what's well, one of those movies
1: I saw when it came out and never rewatched? Because I'm like, I think I
0: know the plot. He uh, can't find his parents and he ends up in an aquarium.
1: <laughs> I bet you at the end they find him. <laughs> 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 yeah. the know. sequel wasn't called uh, "Still Looking for Nemo." <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't have yeah. a lot of replay value because you're like,
0: yeah, I know where this is going. He's, his dad finds him, and he get he runs in a different he runs in a SpongeBob and whatever <laughs> whatever else is under the sea.
1: <laughs> uh, Sebastian from Little <laughs> Mermaid. <Murmur.
0: laughs> yeah, this is a crossover of the century. That's uh, the uh, that flounder guy that doesn't look like a flounder because he's fat in the uh, little mermaid. Yeah,
1: yellow with blue stripes. Yeah, and a it, mohawk. Have you ever eaten a flounder, it's flat and ugly. <laughs> this guy was uh plump.
0: <laughs> plump and confused. <laughs> so, um so we got the hotel downtown, which is uh oh yeah, so the the white thing is is just like a waste of space, like it's it's just like a thing with spikes and it's down there for some reason. I think it looks hideous. The the uh, oculus it's called. Isn't that like that honeycomb thing? No, that's the the hive, which oh, is on the
1: accurately named.
0: Right, yeah, it's on the west side, but they closed it down cuz people have been committing suicide. Oh but my god. 3 different people have jumped off the top of that thing. Jeez. This year, like at this pandemic, people are drawn to the hive like a honeybee that stung <laughs> me when I tried to eat their honey.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll end up putting netting or something. Maybe, yeah. A maybe, lot of places have that.
0: Maybe they'll stop shooting that smoke, that beekeeper's smoke or whatever. <laughs> they'll stop doing that around the hive so people don't fall off. <laughs> Anyways, <coughs> that was a little inappropriate joke.
1: <laughs> obviously, what it's, are a mental, those, it's a those, mental
0: health podcast. We're concerned about these people. but Yeah,
1: I mean, please uh, call the, the appropriate numbers if you're feeling that way. But uh, yeah. also, I mean, sometimes you got to prepare for that might be a possibility if you're going to make a tall thing with no... <laughs> with no safety features. No safety features. Maybe put something up so people can't do that.
0: I know it's a sad state of the world when you have to build things in the contemplation that people want to destroy themselves on.
1: Them. I I mean, uh, unfortunately, yeah, but... Uh, but that's what Domino's does. Enough, of th- <laughs> <laughs> They make these Yeah, things. that's why they threw a net over uh, my phone when I wanted to order a second pie. <laughs> that's
0: why they, they threw a net over your gut so it wouldn't grow anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, oh, before I continue, just... Uh, I, I know I don't want to distract you anymore, but... I'm paranoid that this thing's going to stop recording, my phone, because I I spent all day deleting things.
1: You're you're doing great. Okay, great. All right. So just uh, keep looking over there. Yeah. anyways... I'll be honest with you. I can make more eye contact with you through your phone than (laughs) straight ahead, because the ring is covering one of your eyeballs.
0: (laughs) I know. It looks... And the, the, the other eyeball's being blinded by the ring, so...
1: This is like an exercise for my irises. It looks like you're uh, peeking through a stall crack. You know, <laughs> I can only see one eyeball, and it's you look like a like a solar eclipse. Like the, <laughs>
0: the sun is about to pass through your your skull and then block out the sun. A lunar eclipse. I guess you're the, the loon. But uh, anyway, so we get this hotel. I'm like, this is the most romantic thing. The hotel was about. Including the fees, which I didn't really understand, there was a fee for like uh, nonsense. Like there was something tacked on the, the boot fee or something. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> there's some weird fee in, the, in New York hotels. What they, was it called? I can't remember. It's like literally like the, oh, you know what it was? I just remembered. It. It's called the Javits Center fee. The Javits Center fee. Yeah. What is that?
1: I don't. I don't know. I. I have to look it up. You did you write in? Hey, we didn't stay at the Javit Center, so don't charge us for. Wait, I don't understand. What's the Javit Center? It's on the fee. It's on the receipt. I feel like I got the the true coat
0: from a used car <laughs> dealer. You gotta get the Javits fee. To did, did get the Javits, you protect yourself against the Javits. <laughs> true coat. <laughs> 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 I feel like <laughs> H. Macy's at the front desk, <laughs> like, uh, r- ringing his neck. And
1: <laughs> I got, we got, we got rings. All right. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I guess I use that expression wrong. When you pull the collar, that's not ringing your neck. Ringing your neck is like when you kill somebody. I think.
1: Ringing your neck is, yeah, I'm going to ring your neck.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the thing when you pull your collar
1: out, like, you're nervous? I don't know. I think it's just pulling your collar. I'm not uh, sure. You're pulling my leg here, but. <laughs> Pull my finger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cut to the chase and cut to the cheese.
1: Javits Center. Javits <laughs> Center.
0: <laughs> so I'll show you that I'll post a picture of that receipt on the Instagram if you guys want to check it out. Panic attacking podcast on the Instagram. Anyway, so I'm so excited about this hotel. We drive down literally across the street from the the Oculus, the the sea urchin ugly thing. Yeah, uh, I'm like cool. It's in the heart of the action. It's not. You know, I'm still skeptical. I'm like, maybe we're going to be looking at a brick wall. So we check in right on check in, which is 4 p.m. And it's immediately a big line of schlubs, like (laughs) schlubby couples. Literally, it's like 50 schlubby (laughs) couples in here. All and all the couples, girls of the couple, had the most outrageous Valentine's swag
1: or gifts. Like yeah, they all, yeah,
0: they all had the stuffed animals that look like do you want them at a carnival? Like the big
1: ones, <laughs> the banana with the dreadlocks.
0: Right, yeah, they're all in the bag.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> giant Stewie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're good at that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> the, yeah, I want to
1: I am sure that banana with the dreadlocks factory is hurting cuz of covid. Oh. They're just going to have mass bananas with dreadlocks.
0: <laughs> just a banana with dreadlocks overflow happening cuz the carnivals are closed. Uh I mean they're probably still open. I don't think those people are
1: good with health,
2: but
1: they have a, literally machines that you make mean You mean the the people that, that have an entire row of shacks that fry everything?
0: <laughs> yeah, and machines that make you barf on on other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, the, they're the pinnacle of good health <laughs> and, and uh, not spreading germs.
1: The uh, New York State Fair, though, I would go there. It's in Syracuse. Oh, really? Yeah, and I would go there every year, and it was like a quarter for milk, and I remember that being a huge deal. Because it was cheaper. expensive? It was cheap. We would just line up. We would with a stack of quarters to get milk. Like in a glass or a jug? Uh, in a cup, it was you like, because Burn Dairy is uh, is local uh, dairy. Okay. Uh, B-Y-R-N-E. And uh, they had really good milk. And people would just line up, give a quarter for milk. And drink.
0: Are you sure you didn't grow up in the Great Depression? It's like a Great Depression
1: event. Yeah, when people Wait. are complaining, I'm like, I was in the
0: milk lines <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid i yeah i grew up in communist russia we had the in line for milk and then there's a separate line for bread that was 30 cents <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow so it would just be an event your whole friends and family would go stand in the milk line yeah or, yeah
1: okay and you get chocolate or vin- or, or vin- regular <laughs> i almost said vanilla milk
0: oh <laughs> uh, the original flavor <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah, our state fair. It was in Virginia. It was in Richmond, which I thought state fair. It's gonna be a blast, you know, like fun and right. And then you get there, it's literally just like big uh, animals. Yeah, they're all entered into the blue ribbon, like biggest animal contest.
1: Yep. Yeah. So it's all like. People uh, pig poop and you know, (laughs) yeah, it man, did they? There's no, there's never gonna be a a candle that's state fair scented, (laughs) yeah, really.
0: It's uh, yeah, what's this candle, pine? (laughs) No, it's poop and carny. (laughs) What's
2: this,
1: uh, what's this edition called? Oh, the milk line, (laughs)
2: yeah,
0: this is the milk line board game. (laughs) You slowly move up, and it costs a quarter.
1: <laughs> yeah, state fair Monopoly. Yeah, the Tilt-A-Whirl. Yeah, those. That's the little figure. You got the Tilt-A-Whirl, the cow, the fr- and the freak shack, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, the bearded lady. What's it called? <laughs> the, the corn on the cob. Oh, the freak show. Yeah, there was a freak show uh, when uh, at my state fair. It was called the state fair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so crazy when you picture New York you picture Manhattan and buildings you don't picture milk and uh carnies and well I food.
1: do <laughs> it's 10 minutes from my house uh, well, I always thought about that I'm like I wonder if any New York City people are coming five hours for the New York State Fair to see nothing that's in New York City
0: absolutely not no one from Manhattan is going to the no. Syracuse State Fair no to uh <laughs> Look at, Okay, so first of all, I want to address the freak show because I went there when I was, I might have been like 10 or 11, and I thought like, wow, it's going to be like just in the movies and stuff, the bearded lady. And, right. Uh, actually, I didn't really know what it was, but <laughs> I thought it'd be fun, you know? Yeah. Literally just a guy who I felt bad for st- sticking needles in his neck and, oh! and like pulling it. He was his, wringing his neck. <laughs> he was pinning his neck. <laughs> he was like putting the needles in his neck and pulling out the skin and i was like good lord and then that was it i think that was the only event maybe a guy like <laughs> had one
1: arm because he was in like... i would say that's freaky though yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> you weren't you weren't ripped off and they just they shuttled everybody
0: like out shoulder to shoulder it was like a mosh pit of people like just
1: i oh, gotta be careful to end up being a pin cushion <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it's like yeah um Uh, Instead of throwing the guitar pick, he throws the bloody (laughs) pin that he's just stuck in his uh, face.
1: Thank you. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry.
0: Hey, you're pretty good at that.
1: You want to join our show? (laughs) That's how they recruit. You're on next. This guy's ain't half bad. Here, let's hang uh, a state fair air air freshener off that.
0: You first time taking a nail in the eye? Oh, there was a guy that put his nail nail in his nose, too. It might have been the same guy.
1: I think the guy was just picking his nose.
0: Ew. Uh, And then I was like, good God. But this is like the vivid memory I remember is a... uh, is a, another freak came out. This is like the salesman freak or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, I, freak is such like a derogatory name, isn't it? For these, it people? sounds
1: like we're being judgmental, but that <laughs> was the billing of the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's you
0: know we call ourselves comedians, but if there was a, a freak show, I guess we'd be like we're freak, freak freakies. <laughs>
1: can you? Do you think uh, this is an inside baseball joke? But do you think uh, other uh, freak show uh, performers can show up to other freak shows? And get him for free. Going, no, I'm I'm a freak. Yeah, yeah,
0: were, yeah. Well, and then they go to the manager of the freak show. Hey, can I do five? I got this new. Um, <laughs> I got this new uh, sticking a screw in my skull bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, just hang out with the freaks in the back. <laughs> that that freak he performs for the freaks in the back of the room. It's <laughs> more of a back, back of, the of the tent. Room. Back of the tent freak. <laughs> He's a freak's freak. <laughs> and then the manager comes over. He's like,
0: hey, good news. Uh, the freak that we had booked, it turned out <laughs> he couldn't swallow a sword. You're in. <laughs> Great. It's my big opportunity. <laughs> I, hope, I hope there's industry in the crowd. It's literally <laughs> more carnies. <laughs>
1: The Wing Brothers. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, it's Bartman Bailey's out there. Oh my god. Oh no. <sighs> so this guy, oh, this guy came in, um, the salesman or whatever, and he had like this mouse that went up his arm, and he's like, and he, and this, he talked like he had like one of those surgeries that when you smoke too much.
1: Oh would, yeah, yeah. The box. Yeah,
0: but he didn't have a box.
1: He, that's the way he talked. He, oh wow. So he's maybe like, he was the original voice for it. Maybe. For the mouse or the show, the box. For the bo- oh,
0: the box. Oh yeah, for the voice box. <laughs> what? So uh, here's your voiceover reel. What do you? We know you from. You know that voice that sounds nothing like a human. Yeah, that's me. That's me. me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah.
1: We want Oh, we thought you had one of those in. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> that's me on the original voice. <laughs> oh no. Oh the
0: vo- the the ring light just went out. Oh, I hit the button by mistake. I think. Or maybe this ring light just <laughs> pooped away. <I> don't know. <laughs> it pooped. It pooped. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let me. Well, uh, oh, we'll we'll keep calm, calm down, everyone. Uh, is that, I, is I, that the right uh, plug? It, this is the plug, but the the block that this ring light's attached to is like red hot. I think <laughs> it's gonna. I don't know if you ordered this from. Pull the, it. Pull it out, and all right. Maybe it's got a. Oh god! I Almost <laughs> knocked over the seltzer. That would be quite the disaster so i gotta do some macgyvering here because i don't know i gotta literally follow the cord this is really fun (laughs) i gotta follow the cord from the ring light to make sure i don't unplug anything else because we need literally everything this is
1: live anxiety feel this thing feel this block oh my god this is as hot as the riff we were doing (laughs) (laughs) jesus where'd you get this Chernobyl? (laughs) Uh, I got it at the the pallet center. Wow. The
0: pallet center. (laughs) Oh, the chavlet center. The chavlets.
1: The chavlets. I think I I I had that stuck in my tooth.
0: Oh, God, dude. This thing, I'm going to get a burn on (laughs) this. This thing is glowing. I literally.
1: I think you got sensitive fingers or I have. Okay,
0: feel the top where the thing plugs in. Not that, the other one. The other side. No, 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 not the prongs.
1: The other thing. Like the No. Okay. I've touched all sides of this thing. Maybe my hands have no feeling left. Okay. Well give it back to me. I'll try to plug it back in. Um so anyway you <laughs> we were holding it like it was a potato I just
0: took out of the microwave. Okay, it's working. <laughs> all right, we got light. Let there be light. Oh, wonderful. Okay, great. Okay, so I'm I swear to god everybody I'm gonna get to the hotel story after after I get this sidetrack of the freak show. This is show. good because I had nothing. <laughs>
1: oh, great. Well, you got milk. Got milk? <laughs> <laughs> now I had something stuck in my teeth. <laughs> I could tell you that's all I've been thinking
0: about since. You should put that thing that you got stuck in your teeth in a glass of milk and take it to the dentist. Yeah, charge people a quarter. <laughs> hey, I could be in the freak show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you heard of the bearded lady. You heard of the yak man. Now comes a uh, tooth guy.
1: Green Tooth, Green Tooth. The Green Tooth, the Green Lantern's uh, arch nemesis. <laughs> oh man.
0: Okay, so anyways, this like was an eye-opening experiment, or not a revelation for me when I was a kid, but the the freak show person had this mouse that went up and down his arm, and he's like, "You see, it works like this." And he took out, he opened the mouse, and then there was this little black ball that rolled up his arm. Mm-hmm. It worked because it has this black ball in it and it moves the mouse around. Um, when we're like, whoa, me and my brother and my friend who live down the street, who we don't <laughs> talk to anymore, and his dad were like, all right, let's get that. That's cool. And I'm like, yeah, it has that black ball. Not looking back, why would a black ball move on its own? It was like literally the size of a speck. Like, <laughs> why would that move? It doesn't have a battery. Is it sorcery? It literally would be sorcery
1: that would make it move. It's a guy that tells how he does a trick, but he lies. <laughs> so that's what he did. He lied <laughs> to a us. That's second trick. I guess the lying is the second
0: layer of the carny, yeah. s- of the fake out or whatever. Because if he just had a mouse that moved up and down his arm, people would be like, no, that doesn't, probably doesn't work. Yeah. But if he had the ball that moved on its own, people are like, that makes sense. Yeah, of course. it's. Th- <laughs>
1: I see all the logic in that.
0: Yeah. So then we got this thing, and, of course, all it was was literally a rubber mouse and a string, and you're supposed to tie the rubber mouse to your shirt button and then move your hands and make it look like the mouse was going over your hands, but you're just moving your hands, and the mouse is tied to your shirt. It's nothing like what the guy did. It's literally nothing like the guy did. It's a piece of crap. It's a piece of crap. There's no black ball either. I took it apart looking for this black ball. <laughs> he black ball you. <laughs> I got the I got the shaft. Um, Jab it. <laughs> uh, You're at the hotel. <laughs> okay, so we get to the hotel.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, that's why we got it, because everyone was holding the stuffed animals. Everyone was holding the stuffed animals. It made me look bad. <laughs> Everyone was holding the tackiest stuffed animals. Oh, and
1: Maddie didn't have one.
0: Yeah, but I don't think we cared about it, but it did. It made it look like everyone was there for Valentine's Day. And what made it worse is the hotel staff would, would go up and down the line and asking, are you are you from out of state for COVID purposes? Oh, yeah. And everyone was like, nope, 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 nope. Everyone was just from Queens. Everyone oh, like, yeah. like us. We, everyone just had the so same. So your whole
1: neighborhood, you still were in the neighborhood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're in the, the Astoria satellite location. Literally, and like everyone looks so trashy, and immediately, like, the guy in front of us, his card, gets declined. Oh, uh, boy. And then there's a guy arguing about something about his room, and the next, like, he's saying, like, I don't understand why you're kicking me out. And then they're saying, <laughs> well, we're kicking you out, sir, so uh, you owe us your full thing. And he's like, I don't get that. <laughs> and then this guy's, like, so nice, saying, like, explaining why. Uh, you can't like, keep horrible people in the hotel, I guess. <laughs> Literally, it's all happening around me. And I'm like, oh, God, well, maybe the room's nice. So we uh, get in the elevator. Only two people are allowed, but people are still jumping in on of the course. F- floors, you know. And we get to the room. We're on the 12th floor. Walk in the room. The windows are open. Beautiful view of the Oculus. Beautiful view of the Trade Center building, Freedom Tower. You can kind of see the river. Nice. But it smells awful no typical me they got that state
1: fair candle
0: they got the state fair they had multiple state they had a state fair candelabra (laughs) typical me everything's a disaster it literally smells like like cigarettes mildew (laughs) and there was a i I waited in line in the
1: mildew line
0: cost a quarter the mildew Milk Dew. <laughs> Milk Dew. <too>. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say I th- it smells like what's on your teeth, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well,
0: I swallowed it, so it's <laughs> going to end up being mildew. You're going to have allergies. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to sue yourself. So you got black mold. Uh, black-, black bald. Black bald mold. Uh, okay, so, uh, so it, <sighs> smell, it smells like there's just been an orgy in there. Like, it smells awful, and, uh, I, but the view's great, and the room looks good. There's, <laughs> couple, there's actually a lot of stains in there, too. <laughs> well, it sounds like any view would be good after what you're described, right? So it's like a trick of my senses. The view's great, the smell's bad, and, you know... <laughs> Of course, everything, oh, you man. know, if I had covid actually it would be better. I wouldn't be able to smell. <laughs> maybe the guy, maybe everyone would stay there at covid and not <laughs> complain. So, uh in my head, so Valentine's Day is a Monday and it's also President's Day. So in my head I'm like, okay, parking regulations are going to be suspended in New York. It's of course. Going to be easy to park. They're not. It's they're only on major holidays.
1: Oh my god. So
0: they're only suspended I found out on Christmas, 4th of July, and Memorial Day, and Labor Day, and that's it. Wow. And New Year's Day. Otherwise, the meters are running. The meters don't care about (laughs) Lincoln and and Washington. They only care care (laughs) about the Benjamins.
1: (laughs) Killer. Killer. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we
0: check in. She actually has to do a Valentine's Day show Uh, in midtown so i'm like okay i'll move the car while you do that and uh so we leave and i drive in the car around no spots nowhere to leave your car overnight in new york so i'm by downtown the the edge of the bottom of manhattan i I, and i end up parking in the west village after circling (laughs) concentric circles yeah that's the one spot I can leave it overnight, and it's only because the because of the snow the, the street cleaning's suspended. So I right. was able to park there. And I was like, Okay, great. Now I gotta take the subway back downtown. And as I'm taking the subway back, Maddie's texting me, uh, you we gotta do something about that smell. I can't sleep there. <laughs> I'm like, Oh great. <laughs> they didn't tell me we didn't make it like didn't turn it up this notch until uh until I'm literally <laughs> on the train back, like and on the train during the pandemic. It's so
1: have you done it yet? Yeah, That's, it's getting more crowded too.
0: Yeah, luckily it wasn't that crowded, but there's people pulling down their masks to drink
1: their coffee and you know, like, how anyone is is pulling down their mask once on the subway. Is beyond me because there's people that are pulling down their pants on the subway.
2: <laughs> and
1: no one has stopped going to the bathroom on these cars. Why are you not? Why are you keep not keeping your mask on? If they're not going to the bathroom in the in the cars, they're going in my hotel room. <laughs> That's what it smelled like. But
0: the uh, I know I'm wearing like three masks. I'm wearing like two, like the the the. The cloth one, yeah, a, a like disposable one, and like uh, put the Guy Fieri mask or whatever that is from the, from that movie V for Vendetta. Guy Fauci, <laughs> what's that guy's name? You said Guy
2: Fieri.
0: <laughs> then I said Fauci. What's his name?
1: Guy, uh, whatever. I don't know, but that's amazing. If there was a Guy Fieri mask vigilante. <laughs> Yeah,
0: he's got a Bomb Burger King or something.
1: Yeah, and then he's got the bowling shirt with flames.
0: <laughs> he starts like a call to people who who fire up their hair like him. <laughs> um uh so uh yeah, you, you know he had a restaurant in Times Square speaking of where we're going tonight. Yeah. I, and I was like I'm going to go one day and, I, and then it was closed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wanted to go. <laughs> it like immediately closed it was open for like two months yeah um there's a flash in the pan yeah there's a flash in the donkey sauce or whatever he has
1: <laughs> does he have a donkey sauce
0: yeah he was like that's what it was, like his trademark sauce was at the restaurant was, and he picked donkey <laughs> he did he i p- swear to god I, I can't remember a guy what's his names but donkey sauce i'll never forget in my life <laughs> Literally called donkey sauce. I, I was. I, I have no idea what it, it contains. It, but it intrigued me. Why thought, is it? Because it has a kick. What's the? <laughs> I think so. I yeah. think that's
1: the pun there. Jeez.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Talk about a guy who looks like he looks and lives in a carnival. But. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, so I get back to the room, and I uh, I have to pick up like the last minute chocolate and we got the cup i got the cupcakes from baked by melissa it was down. wait a
1: minute wait a minute Look,
0: last minute chocolate you didn't get anything before no because i knew she had the show so i was like i have plenty of time what am i gonna do just sit in the room and stare at the wall yeah I mean,
1: no that makes sense it's not like it's uh valentine's day <laughs> in new york city where there's uh over <laughs> billions and billions of people that's right
0: well not anymore they're all in a retire- That's true. They are. They left. <laughs> At least everyone in a retirement home is no longer with us. But <laughs> Cuomo.
1: The um, no Cuomo. No Cuomo. <laughs> I tweeted that, but he, I, everyone's tweeted that. But the
0: uh, his explanation for it is like, oh well, like he doesn't care. Like he admits to it.
1: It's a big thing what he did. He lied about how many people died in there. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I can say about that.
0: All right, well, it's not it's not a political podcast. Yeah, um, this podcast about my hotel. So, <laughs> so I uh, I go to Bake by Melissa, which is like I don't know how if they're a widespread chain. It's like a chain in New York. Have you ever been there? It's they make the microscopic cupcakes. What's it called? It's called Bake by Melissa.
1: I've heard of it, but I haven't been in there.
0: It's a literally so you buy like a case of. Of cupcakes that look like um, Easter eggs or something. Like mm-hmm. they're really small. They're like the size of a microchip, but they have like flavor. So y- you eat like a lot of different flavors of cupcake without eating a whole cupcake. Oh, nice. It's a great idea. So I got a bunch of those and I got. Enough to be one, one <laughs> cupcake. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think enough. I got like a dozen and I, I, I really don't. I think you could make half of a muffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, get those, I get some other chocolate and, um, some other thing from a bakery and I put it in a bag and I, ch- I go to the check in lady and I have to wait in another line of schlubs with the with the <laughs> banana dreadlocks and big, uh, comical sized, uh, heart box of chocolate. Yeah. You know, and right in front of me, the guy's carrying it like he's, uh, at a, at a sports game with the, the name of the, 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 the player he likes, <laughs> um, <coughs> <laughs> finally get to the front desk and i go you know it's very hard with anxiety to talk to people about things like that but when right, you, when, right. You get, when you when you're between bothering that somebody who works there
1: or bothering your girlfriend you're gonna pick the stranger <laughs> I, I i love everyone that listens to this podcast uh but there's very few people i'll pick over my girlfriend on who to. <laughs> It's always the other person over the girlfriend if you have to annoy someone. Yeah, because he. Always we live with with ours. Yeah, we live with them, and yeah,
0: so the stakes are high. Oh yeah, I don't know the front desk people, and the way I get around the anxiety of having to complain is I get in the line, and by the time I'm in front of the line, they call you over. So that's like the icebreaker—they call you over, and then, and then you're in the zone. You know, you could be like, oh, my room smells. (laughs) You know, they already called you up. Sounds like you're in the zone. Yeah,
1: (laughs) quarantine zone. (laughs)
0: <laughs> stinky zone so I go uh, and plus it's like they had the glass divider for Corona so I'm like oh yeah yeah I have to yell through the glass oh uh, you're masked and I'm masked. They're, masked they're masked the glass is in the way so I go <laughs> my room smells I can't hear and they're
1: like huh <laughs> you have to do charades I have to hold my nose my
2: room Stinky!
1: (laughs)
0: Put my fingers over my nostrils. Uh, My room smells. It just
1: looks like you're tightening your mask.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're like, sir, I can't help you with your mask. That's your own thing. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so I finally, I'm like, my room, I finally get them to say, I I finally ask, like, my room smells, is there a possibility, possibility I can get another one? And they go, let me check. They disappear. They come back. And then they say something. I can't hear They're like, I'm like, what was that? (laughs) I felt like an old
2: man.
1: (laughs) By the way, quick uh, tangent. The thing that makes me laugh the most is when someone goes, huh? (laughs) (laughs) What? After someone says something very queer and distinct. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? It is great. That is a great... (laughs) comical moment <laughs> and sometimes you do it and it gets me so <laughs>
2: huh uh, what was that
0: so uh, yeah so she explains I I, uh, I mean this you know condensed version but she explains that there's no rooms available it's booked up with all the schlubs that I saw in the lobby uh, schlub hub
2: schlubs <laughs> <Shlub
0: hub. laughs> in 20 minutes or less Get your money back <laughs> uh <laughs> so the the uh the, she says, what we can do is send somebody up. they're gonna assess the smell. I feel like this is the, the episode in Seinfeld with the car that smells. <laughs> He's <be> like, hey, <laughs> my room smells like a assess <laughs> assess pool.
2: <laughs> Thank you
0: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> assess hole <laughs> uh is it the thing still recording? Yeah, okay, great. so um, uh so I go. So they're like, and I'm like, then what happens? They're like, well, then we decide if it needs a quick clean or a more detailed, deep, <laughs> deep smeller that takes two hours. And I'm like, two hours? I just moved my car and went <laughs> cupcake shopping. <laughs> I should have done this earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just plug these in my nose. <laughs> yeah, it's playing play in the room. Plug my nose. Sit on the bed. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, option three. Is to get the black ball I was in the mouse and put it into <laughs> your nasal cavity. Um, so uh, they, I'm like, okay, great. So they don't, I'm like, so how am I going to find out what's going to be there? And I can't hear her. I don't know. So I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to go up to the room. Is that okay? I'll talk to the smell expert. And they're like, and she's like, okay. So I go up to the room
1: and it still smells. It's supposed <laughs> to be worse at this point. <laughs> oh man, you're in the seventh circle of smell. <laughs> I'm on a highway (laughs) to smell.
0: (laughs) You smelt it. They smell Uh, the pay. (laughs) So uh, I'm like sitting in there. I'm like just literally sitting because I'm like, I'm afraid to go to the bathroom. The smell guy might walk in. I want
2: to
0: offend the smell guy. Yeah, he's
1: like, it's you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's clearly whatever you ate earlier. (laughs) So uh, like I'm just sitting there and then. I'm literally just sitting there because I, I I'm afraid to do anything. I'm afraid to literally turn on the TV. I'm literally just sitting, I, I, and I'm afraid to sit on the chair because it's like the whole room smells. I don't know what's in the chair. So oh, you
1: think you're gonna smell?
0: I, I don't know what's going on. So I, I basically just stand in the middle of the room looking at my phone. It's the only thing I could do. And about like maybe 15 minutes go by and the door opens and this like little guy scuttles in with a mask and he's holding like a sprayer and he, he looks like. He, he looks like one of the little orcs from Lord of the Rings that mm. want to eat the hobbits. Yeah. You, I, I know you haven't seen it, but there's two kinds of orcs in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there's a the little one with the weird nose, and then there's big ones. But he's looked like one of these little ones. He just scuttles in, crawling on the walls. And I go, he just starts spraying. He doesn't even talk to me. He just starts spraying. And I'm like, are you the smell expert, sir? <laughs> like, who are you? And he's and, I, and then he's spraying around, and I go, oh, excuse me. Uh, I put on my mask. I forgot to like wear that the whole time. I, I put it on. I'm like, excuse me, sir. Um, there were, I was told there was a woman who assessed the smell. He's like, and he goes, huh? Perfect. <laughs> he literally goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> I go like, well, there might be a bigger smell that needs the machine. He's like, what are you saying? <laughs> smell machine like, Sarah, I don't think that technology that's exists. a nose <laughs> yeah smell machine what is this my bathroom It's <laughs> like call my toilet no the um <laughs> I'm like but he he's already he's like I want me to get somebody he's he speaks another language I'm like well now it smells like your spray i, I kind of like lose it a, a little bit. I'm like, it's okay. It smells like your spray, so I don't know. The smell expert is, is tainted now, so I'll just wait outside. He's like, okay, and then I leave. I remember I, I I didn't take my key out, so I gotta hover around the door. I hear him spraying around and doing things, and literally the door opens. He scuttles out like a like a, a maniac, and I have to like put my hand in the door so oh. I doesn't close. It like closes my hand. <laughs> He doesn't even ask if the smells okay. Just scuttles away, probably to the next room that smelled. I don't know. (laughs) Somebody like uh, drew a pentagram on the ground. He had to appear in it. So, (laughs) so I get in. It smells okay, and then um, it smells a little bit better. And then Maddie finally gets home, and she's like, "It still smells weird, but it's not as bad." And we're like, "Great!" But I'm like, "You weren't. You left a long time, so you don't know how bad it smelled." I'm like, "This smells way better." (laughs)
1: There's always a thing where, and it's it's not uh, just uh, girlfriends, but uh, every time one of the, when people are in a couple and one person's gone the whole time you're through chaos and then they come back and judge wh- how much progress you've made. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there there's a huge problem and you make it down to a small problem. And they're like, hey, they come and they go, there's a small problem, but it was you were gone. I'm
0: like you had no idea what it was <laughs> what it was like. I was in the trenches here.
1: Oh was, man. <laughs> fighting the battle with smell in our field. This was my <laughs> it was my own personal smell. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Well, we smell, we have- smell on earth.
0: <laughs> so, it was okay after that. We already... we um uh yeah every every restaurant downtown was filled so we ended up getting pizza oh and I, I want to just tell this real quick cause was it was, Domino's no it was Joe's oh, okay but I was like let's get a pizza and it'll be a heart shape that'll be fun you know mm. and that's that'll make it less trashy to eat pizza right so uh, we get to the counter and immediately I'm like uh. I feel like so nervous to ask for the heart shape. Yeah, it feels, it's a little. Like, it's weird. It's weird. It's like, not
1: weird to do it, but it is a weird thing to leave your mouth.
0: Yeah, right. And I feel like such a tool. Like I right. feel like I'm bothering them. Right. Asking for the heart shape, but I'm like, I told her I'd do it. So I go. I hear the words coming out of my mouth, and I can't believe I. Like, oh man. Can you make it into a heart, please? And the guy goes, Yeah. And then uh, he leaves, and I and I kind of like have like a meltdown where I'm like, I can't believe I asked that. Everyone's heard me. And Maddie's like, it really doesn't matter. You're never gonna see these people again. I'm oh, like, you were saying it out loud. Yeah. I'm like, man, I feel horrible. I feel so embarrassed. And it's so hot in because of the pizza oven. I'm like trigger my anxiety. Uh so uh the um I uh the pizza. Oh right. So finally <laughs> I'm like freaking out about having to ask him. I feel so bad, I feel so embarrassed. And the yeah. pizza finally gets out, we open it, it's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it. <laughs> He's like, it's Pac-Man's heart. <laughs> yeah. Heart is relative. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it, what, it looks like a real heart, like the one in your um, chest. I should have been more specific. <laughs> the, the candy heart look. So we got a lot of uh, things. We, we'll we'll uh, introduce Dr. Deb real quick. Uh, our,
1: uh, our therapist, uh, our resident therapist of the podcast with over 30 years of experience uh, and... Uh, yeah, just someone that we love to have on the show who listens and uh, gives us feedback on your topics and ours. Welcome, Dr. Deb.
3: Well, hi, guys. Happy after <laughs> Valentine's
1: Day. <laughs> Same
0: to you. Thanks so much, Dr. Deb. You heard all that. What's your initial thoughts here?
3: Uh, <laughs> you know, I just want to say it's, um, you know, you guys are doing a a a service to, to the community by talking about your anxieties. Because it's really interesting, isn't it? How torturous anxiety is.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: All that thinking in your head in preparation to ask for a request or to point out something that shouldn't be there, like a smelling hotel room. <laughs> it, um it, it's, it's torture.
0: It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, what what can you, any advice you can give to people who uh, are nervous about asking for things?
3: Yeah. Well, it's interesting that uh, both of you said, if you're asking for someone you love, like uh, your, your girlfriend, uh, then you can do it. Um, but the question is, uh, why can't you do it for yourself? Right? Why? Why are you less important than somebody else?
0: That's a great question. And if I wasn't dating her, I would sleep in the smelly hotel room.
1: Yeah, same here. <laughs> if I was alone, I'd probably just contribute to the smell and then leave. I'd get some swimmers' nose plugs and, <laughs> and a sleep mask.
3: Well, I just wonder because often anxiety is it, it comes out of the blue, like we talked about, yeah, before, uh, but. Sometimes in our lived experience, there, is, there are experiences that trigger uh, anxiety. Um, so uh, if, we, if we were to think about it, maybe a teacher that scolded us or a friend that embarrassed us. So sometimes when we say we can do it for somebody else, we're actually doing it out of fear of their rejection or fear of disappointing them. We don't want uh, our loved one to judge us or to be disappointed in us. So that kind of drives that bold, uh, behavior. So it's really a self-protective, um, mechanism. Yeah. What, What do you think about that?
1: I think you're right. I think so too. Uh, I've, it's so much easier to do it for other people, but, uh, I think that's it, a good point of practicing for doing it for yourself. And this sounds, this, is, uh, I don't know if how on
0: topic this is, but I saw, uh, this philosopher's video on TikTok actually. And he said, anxiety is the most common, uh, thing you can do because it's the thing you feel before you make a choice. So mm. if you make any choice in your life, which you do, you can even choose not to make a choice. Then you're experiencing anxiety at that moment. And then the levels of anxiety are just how well, your mental faculties are to handle that. What do yeah. you think about that, Dr. Jeb?
3: That's interesting. But w- what I was going to suggest is to kind of uh, train your cognitive set, your, your thinking set um, to practice. I want to do this for another person to feel joy and mm-hmm. to feel my love, right. Mm-hmm. Rather than to do it, so that you don't want to disappoint them or you don't want to experience their anger or rejection. You want to use that thought, I want to do this to show love so that that person can feel how much I care about them. And, and as you do that and practice that, you may be, it, it may become easier for you to do that for yourself. Like, I want to do this to help myself feel good. I want, I want to show love for myself because I, I deserve this for myself.
0: You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, a revelation I never really thought of. <laughs> I never thought about doing <laughs> things for myself. Honestly, I don't know. Uh,
3: I, I think just thinking those words that resonate, right, with Valentine's Day, I love you. I'm showing my love for you just practice doing that for for your loved one because uh, in, in relationships we do get quite anxious about pleasing the other and and not disappointing the other person
0: that's right true. yeah
3: and and so if our motivation is to show love and generate the joy that we feel in this relationship it it just puts another perspective on it
0: that's true yeah the uh, okay, great. I mean, thanks so much, Dr. Deb. That was great insight. We just got to get into some listener topics because we're running a little tight, if that's okay. So, we want to get your take on some of these. Uh, well, first of all, we have to get into it. Ronnie wrote in um, and she sent us a Valentine's Day gift basket or and stuff. And there was candy and Valentine's and cute stuff in there. And I forgot to bring it, <laughs> but I ate all my candy and Maddie ate hers. but... You still have some candy. I've been hiding it from Maddie. I've been Oh, <laughs> under thank my bed. God. Um, so you got your candy coming to you, but Ronnie wrote in, she lost uh, somebody that she knew from COVID and oh. was having trouble, um, handling that. Uh, any advice for her, Dr. Deb?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, have, experiencing a loss is, uh, genuinely sad and, uh, you know, she's going to grieve, but, if we think about COVID and the pandemic, we're so, we're all vulnerable, right? So it threatens our own sense of uh, vulnerability and makes us more fearful. And it can also make us feel angry. And she had uh, said before, if I'm not mistaken, about people in in her business, people not wearing masks and, and not paying attention to personal space and And so that that can resonate for her, those past experiences, and she can feel angry that people aren't being more cognizant and thoughtful and protective of others.
0: I feel that. yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Um, yeah well, we're and, sorry and Ronnie, anger we're sorry does for your
3: complicate loss. Uh, the grief. So what she could do is to, uh, you know, write down. Uh, those kinds of thoughts. I'm angry because I'm sad because I wish I could um, to start journaling uh, some of those thoughts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Get them out there. Stop ruminating on them. If you write them down, that kind of frees you from your mind a little bit. Yeah.
3: But also when, when we're faced with loss, we can't really specify our emotion right? It just feels like one big blob, like anxiety feels a lot of times. It's one big blob and you're kind of stuck and you're kind of immobilized. So identifying the specific feelings uh, can really help because then you deal with one feeling at a time or different, you have different ways of dealing with all those different feelings.
0: That's true.
1: That's true. Yeah. Okay. So we got two more and, and I'm
3: sorry uh, Ronnie yeah our yeah
1: condolences nice. Ronnie many
0: apologies Ronnie or uh, yeah condolences okay so we got this next one from Amelia Pereja she sent me phonetically because I guess she wrote in before it might have been the last episode and I, I said I, we butchered her name and plus I called her Amanda so her <laughs> name is Amelia I was way off you didn't
1: even get to the last name <laughs> Well, I think I butchered that too. Yeah. But
0: so, Amelia Pereja, uh wrote in that this is a juicy one. She, her parents told her that she spends too much time at her job and needs to go to work on getting a man and getting married. Oh wow! Uh, so I guess she's single, her parents are telling her that she works too much, or even works at all. They're mad about that, and you know they telling her to
1: get out there and get a man. Uh, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, Stephen. but <laughs> well, I, I'm a workaholic. So I, I know that, uh, it, it is good to balance and not just focus on one thing, but I'll let Dr. Deb, uh, tackle it.
3: Well, I, I think that can be a cultural thing, uh, with parents, uh, thinking that their daughter needs to be married. It's, um, Uh, might be difficult for Amelia because that's kind of a culture clash with the uh, culture of the old days or this is how we always did it and and not not understanding the independence and the drive for success that a woman can have, Mm. right? Yeah, so a woman is not supposed to be doing that. She's supposed to be finding a man. And she be finding a man if she's always at work. And what a man wants, quote, unquote, is a woman that's going to take care of him and do those uh, nurturing things at home. Um, so she probably is in a traditional uh, family uh, with old-fashioned beliefs, and that's really hard uh, for her. Also, if she's listening to the podcast... She may have anxiety, and we do generate anxiety as uh, perfectionists. Many people with anxiety are also perfectionists. So she indeed may have trouble leaving work uh, because she has to get in there and be there and do everything right and and achieve more than the average person and do things well. So it's difficult uh, to leave. And we, as a we had this false belief that the more hours we spend at work, uh, the more productive we are. And that isn't always true. Actually, it can, you know, be just the opposite. That if we set hours to nurture ourselves outside of work, we're more productive when we do go to work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, Stephen. Yes. Do we have time for one more or no?
1: uh well we'll be uh dry we'll have a story for next week either way so let's (sighs) do one more
0: okay so we have uh two good ones but we'll we can only get to one and this person wrote in before the other person so we're gonna get to hers but just a shout out to a guy named mari or or a girl named mari from who is nervous about the brazilian government uh, how it sucks uh figure that's too much into detail to get in before
1: our time's up, but we'll get into this well, one yeah. later. Anyone that we didn't get to, you will be taken care of next week.
0: Yeah, so he or she, we're sorry, but thanks for listening because they said they listen, and We'll get into this one, though. Tawny teacher, or no, this one's from Tawny. She said, teachers' expectations and students' mental health during the pandemic. So I guess she's worried that her students are losing their minds. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> they're in their house all the time, which I understand completely.
3: Or she could be a student um, thinking that why do the teachers expect the same kinds of uh, performance when we're all suffering here?
0: Oh, that's probably it. Yeah. That makes more sense.
3: Um, Yeah. Because uh, you know, students are are wary of going out and, and uh, being in social environments and they're also tired and like, Mm Ronnie, uh, experience Uh, many people have acquaintances that have COVID. Um, So, uh, yeah, the teachers do have the same expectation.
0: Yeah, I know. And plus, their teachers are bored too, I assume. I don't think.
3: And they have to be mindful that the students are keeping social distance and keeping their masks on. Right. Um, So, that also is really stressful. And it's so hard to be with people in masks and not being able to see their expressions or what they're experiencing.
1: Yeah, the eyes are doing a lot of heavy lifting. Lately. Yeah, and my eyelids. Yeah. Or maybe...
0: <laughs> yeah, you need two masks.
2: Uh,
0: that might be on Zoom, too.
3: Right, uh, which is extremely fatiguing. Oh yeah, so students who are on Zoom and the teachers are teaching and the teachers don't know that they sound like uh the order at McDonald's, you know, the <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, you're
0: you're a teacher, Dr. Deb.
3: Yeah, and they and they you fade in and out and the students are trying to pay attention and it's just so hard to pay attention on Zoom. And then they might have children in the background. Or spouses coming in and out, or boyfriends, girlfriends coming in and out. The extended families at home, so it's like a chaos to to be a learner at home on Zoom.
0: Absolutely. So we feel that. I mean, any advice to uh, handle it? I'm sure it's like some I, I, from. If this is a student writing in, I'm sure they're like, "Hey, the world's collapsing. Why you expect me to hand in this history book right. homework?"
3: <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, that expectation is not going to change but perhaps they could suggest like a, a warm-up uh, when class starts the teacher get in touch with how the students are doing where the student can ask, can we just have a little discussion of
2: Good luck with half
3: feelings and our experience uh, that could help to have a, a weekly or daily class warm-up or class Something to put closure on it. Um, the the other thing that the student can do is is what uh, I take it she's a kind of a young adult student or an adult student is set up a private space. Um, that would be just like if she went to school, it doesn't have to be a big space, but some kind of private space, even if it's like cleaned out a little area in a closet where she could close the door and, and not feel uh, intruded on or intrusive to the family and just have that private learning space.
0: I like it. Yeah, that's great. All right, well, we got to wrap it up, Doctor Deb. Doctor Deb, thanks so much for listening to our anxiety. Thank you, Doctor Deb.
3: It has been a pleasure.
0: I will. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. See. Bye, Doctor Deb. Bye. All right, everyone. That's been our episode. It's been a great time. I, I, I write in what you think about the new uh,
1: video. Thing yeah. We're tell doing us it. how we look, except yeah. for the teeth thing. I yeah. get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be on youtube panic attacking i think is the youtube uh... panic attacking
1: podcast just search that on youtube and you'll find us
0: yeah so we're uh working on the the video and uh well hopefully this all turns out really well beggar amazing we got him back on board yeah so i i am excited to work with him and uh the, the patreon five bucks a month five bucks a month gets you extra episode it gets you the video of the bonus extra episode the vo- video of this this releases early on the patreon by like i don't know six hours or something. <laughs> it's always early though it's always early on there um and uh it's pretty cool and you get some other cool things so join we got some new joiners shout out to uh who's the guy that joined? john chapel john chapel who joined shout out to you man and and uh check us out on the uh, well stay tuned for the plugs we'll get all the plugs (laughs) out of this on the outro perfect see you man see you later
1: hey guys thanks for listening to the episode really appreciate all the support if you like the podcast please share it uh tell all your friends give us a high rating like subscribe all that jazz and uh, we're on social media. I'm uh, at NotSteveRogers on uh, Instagram and Twitter, Rogers Comedy on Facebook, and stevenrogerscomedy.com.
0: And I am on uh, Twitter, A-Shavone, S-C-H-I-A-V-O-N-E. Uh, and on Instagram, I'm Andrew Shavone, same spelling as before. On uh, Facebook, I'm
1: Andrew.Shavone. And my website is AndrewShavone.com. Perfect. Thanks for listening, and see you next week, guys. See you next week i okay.